cut her throat. His own wife. Draken Vay Kellyan couldn't escape the whispers. Chains shackled his wrists to a ring in the ship's hold. The chains were just long enough for him to reach the bucket that served as a toilet. His arms bled from the heavy metal bands, and he cramped from sitting in one position for so long, but the physical pain didn't compare to the agony tearing at his heart. Probably thought he'd get off, being the king's cousin. Bastard cousin, Draken thought. Cord knew it didn't count for much now. I heard he was a bow-rank commander in the war, said another. Fought off the coast. And decorated for it, too. Draken had passed the better part of three Seven Moon in the dank prison ship, listening to the sea slap the wooden sides, quivering from rot-gut and trying to ignore the whispers from the other three prisoners. They rarely rose to direct taunts, but he heard them all the same. Draken kept his head down, and his eyes slitted at a rat. It edged nearer, whiskers twitching. If it got close enough, he would snatch it for the biggest meal he'd had in weeks. Truth? Royal blood don't spare you from what you are. The last was louder, spoken by the youngest of the prisoners, Sark, a lanky boy-man convicted of a rape-and-murder spree. The beatings and worse indignities Sark had suffered while waiting for the prison ship had been relieved by Draken's arrest and conviction. Draken had paid in flesh not only for Liesel's murder, but also for the double offense of having both royal blood and Brenian blood pumping through his veins. Nobody liked a half-breed. Gods keep him, the other prisoners didn't know his wife had been gutted and blooded like an animal as Akrasian magickers did for their black spells. If his fellow prisoners suspected him of magics, he'd already be dead. Land! Feet slapped the deck, and ropes banged as the rigging creaked overhead. Ho, Captain! Land! Draken lifted his head. My lens, the captain's voice, crisp, clear. Footfalls scuttled overhead. The rat darted away. No one in the belly of the ship met the other's eyes as the hatch overhead opened, admitting cool sea breezes and a rectangle of blue sky. The captain didn't sully her polished boots on the hold floor. She didn't even show her face as she called down, Half day to Acrasia, dogs! Draken leaned his head back and laid his bleeding wrists in his lap. He stared at the patch of sunlight glaring through the open hatch, and drew in a breath thick with stinking men, sea salt, rotted fish, and body waste. Acrasia, the ass end of the world. The prisoners assembled on deck to find the ship anchored in a quiet bay. Crisp sea breezes cut through their prison issue. Loose tunics, ill-fitting breeches, rags wound around their feet in lieu of boots. Their hands had been branded with the sigils of their crimes. They'd been convicts long enough to watch them blister with infection and heal badly. Hollow with hunger, Draken slouched next to the others. His arms felt light and loose without the chains. The cuts on his wrists stung in the sea air. The sun warmed his back as it glared off the shining deck. The captain, dressed in the bloodstone uniform befitting her station, stared hard at them. 
Once, Draken had outranked her. Even after he'd left the Navy for the secretive Black Guard, they'd maintained an acquaintanceship, frequenting the same balls and occasionally the same skirmishes. She took a step toward him, fingers whitened on her sword hilt. By order of the Monian crown, it is my pleasure to carry out your sentence of banishment for your crimes against our people. The rowboat still swung on its ropes overhead. You don't mean us to swim, Sark hissed. The ship's crew echoed Sark in a mocking whine and burst into laughter. Sark scowled at the sea and shivered. The other three prisoners shuffled their feet. Strictly speaking, the ship had brought the prisoners to Acrasia. They were well within her waters, but forcing them to swim sorely tested the Monian custom of letting the gods decide their fates in exile.